few weeks about honesty. Sophisticated people are aware of gray, are aware of balance, and tend not to say such extreme statements. Typically, I would say a less sophisticated or dishonest person says very extreme things, but the extreme is often not true. My son Yaakov always gives the example of politics. We have the guy on the right, we have the guy on the right ripping the left, they're, everything's bad and they're all making a war against America and saying very exaggerated things, which is not the truth. The truth is that certain things bad, there might be some good points. Typically people say extreme things, they ignore a lot of gray they ignore a lot of, there's balance, it's very good, but it has a challenge. There's, things aren't just simplistic all the way. Well, there are many, many examples in life of this. And I like much more the truth, even as an example, people ask me about the campus. Must be, is it perfect? Is it terrible? There, there are things, that, it's amazing, the campus. And then there's certain challenges. Some things have gray, that's the reality of life. And healthier people acknowledge the gray. There's, even in sports, it's funny to me when, when people are, are, are predicting games and events, so they tend to be shocked when the underdog wins, only because our extreme way of looking at it, they're amazing. The other team's also good. It's, it's a good contest, but we get shocked at the... At the upset because we, so, we look at it so extreme. They're both good teams, a good place, and they might be a little better, but they also have... Even sometimes you'll... If you ever have watched the recap of a game, and in the recap, it will, you'll get a sense like one team like dominated the other team. They won by six points. And from the recap, which is very slanted towards they really shut them... No, the other team also had a lot. I like balance and honesty. There's something that's spoken a lot about in the world today. It's very popular to speak about this. There's something spoken a lot about in the world today that I want to balance, especially on Hanukkah, because I feel like it's not presented the other side. Today, it's very, very in to speak about the dangers that are lurking all across, out there in the world. We live in a dangerous world. All the, all the taiva, all the access to Ra, and the dangerous impact on people that Ra has. And that's certainly a tremendously spoken about topic, but I feel like it's not given equal time the other side of the coin. And certainly I feel like Hanukkah, fascinating, has both aspects. Hanukkah certainly has Greece and foreign influence. That's a huge part of the story of Hanukkah, is keeping out those forces of Tumah that impact and defile and are dangerous. And certainly, Bini, that's like spoken about over and over today. And people give a lot of focus. I feel like there's very little equal reporting to the power of Tev. The power of goodness. There's a language, A little light dispels a lot of darkness. We're learning the parasha satire of Yosef at Tzaddik. To me, it's so moving and inspiring. If you would guess, if you would parachute down a Yosef in the middle of Egypt, you're talking about a nasty place, Egypt. 
Male Zima, a place of tremendously low morality, a country. Could I ask you in the whole Hollywood, if you would take a guy in the middle of Hollywood, and a guy like this Ernst guy would show up like he's, he, but I'm talking about a low job. I'm not talking about he's this big actor, so in, all, in Svara he would make. I'm talking about a guy would come, and Yosef didn't come in glory. He came as an Evid. A guy would move to Hollywood, the whole Hollywood, with all its depression and sadness and lowness. And this guy gets a job. He's 17 years old and he's a lights guy. You know the guy at a wedding? I always love that guy. The guy at the wedding, not he's the cameraman. The cameraman's not the stoltziest job. He holds the light for the cameraman. Dream of mine, the Gruss speaks about going into Gullus. How cool would that be like for a year to be the lights, the light guy for the cameraman? You know that, like the guy who's like the, you know what I'm talking about, that guy? I want to be that guy for a year. You hold the light for the cameraman. He says, move over, a little over, you turn it this way, turn it that You're holding the light for the cameraman. So guy is a light for the cameraman guy in Hollywood. But he's really sincere. Just a goody, sincere guy. You think he's changing the whole Hollywood? And Yosef outside the coast of Mitzrayim, and the answer is yes. If he's a sincerely, authentic, good person, Taiv is massively powerful. And a little light dispels a lot of darkness. To me, that is a huge part of Rabbin Bad Ma'atim. The few that vanquish the many... The guy, it's almost, um, it's almost funny what we do. We light that candle in the window. I asked yesterday, and I forgot to fear ice. I asked, I didn't fear ice this, but I asked that they light so many lights and we light one. And I forgot to say the difference in our light and all their lights is we were commanded, they weren't. Relationship to Hashem. All their lights are wonderful. There's no connection to Hashem. They light tons. I was talking about Chukei Ritzaynech, Hashem's will. You can light all the lights you want, but our light is a connection to somebody else, to Hashem, is a mitzvah. All their lights, but there's no commander, so you can light and light and light, but it doesn't mean anything. My analogy I, I would bring, you have two people with a ring. You have one person who has an unbelievable, gorgeous... The, no, the most beautiful ring, except nobody gave, they bought it for themselves. Mm-hmm. You're not married. It's very nice you have a wonderful ring. There's nothing precious about that. Yeah, you bought it for yourself. <laughs> Another person got a ring from, got a ring, a husband gave the lady the ring. There's a marriage. One lady prouder, two ladies have a ring on their finger, one handed by a man who loves her and married her with it. And another lady has a much nicer ring, mine's much pretty. Nobody gave it, you bought it for yourself, lady. There's no marriage, there's no relationship. You can have all the lights in the world, but nobody told you to do it. You bought it for yourself, very nice. They can light up the lake and parks and all you want. You weren't commanded, no connection. That's what I was going to say then. But I want to say now is specifically we light one candle. I think there's a recognition, it's funny, it says by tefillah, there's such an in you not to scream too loudly by tefillah, because the recognition that you just can talk in Hashem Shemeyat, you don't have to scream. There's a degree that we don't light tons of lights, don't light everywhere, because the recognition that the Maise Mitzvah itself is massively impactful. Doing the right things... I have seen people who don't have the trust and the power of taif. 
They're even overly aggressive. You should know you don't have to do too much. I have watched in yeshiva for years when a guy in an authentic way, and I watch it, I'm watching things happen right now. When a guy in the 12th grade in an authentic way plugs in, but real, not forced. When it's forced, it's in people's face. It's exaggerated. It's an unhealthy way. It doesn't impact anyway, anybody. But when a guy in a subtle, real, he's plugged in, doing the right things, really learning, diving right, not comparing, not competing, not trying to prove a point, just doing what's right. The impact, it like reverberates in the whole Masefta. Toiv is powerful. Rebezi and I used to talk about this. Chazal say at the end of Sukkah, it says, Oyla Rasha, Oyla Shechena. Woe unto a Rasha, woe unto his neighbor. A Rasha impacts his neighbor, Lara. But Toiv Litzadik, Toiv Lashchena. Tzadik also impacts his neighbor. We always ask Rebezi and I, let's say a Rasha lives next to a Tzadik. What's more powerful? I don't know the answer. But I know that it's not reported enough. Today we speak about the power of Ra. Whoa, the power of Taivas also, it's not, I feel like we don't give it equal reporting. Maybe it's just easier to be negative. We'd rather be negative. For whatever reason, the nature of all extreme things, we say such extreme things, and I'm not minimizing the power of Ra, and Hanukkah speaks about the power of Ra. The Yavanim is about bad influences and foreign influences coming into our world, and certainly we have to keep out Ra. But not recognizing the awesome power of taiv and the power of sincerity. Anybody who learned in the Mir Yeshiva, anybody who's witnessed a person of taiv, the impact of Rav Nassim Svi Finkel, unbelievable. I love Lakewood. If you know me, I love this city of Lakewood. I adore that city. A city of Tyra, a city of Tzadikim, unbelievable city. One of the things that hits me powerfully in the city of Lakewood is the power of one. I'm not saying if Iron Cutler was alone, because there were other people part of the revolution. <laughs> I don't know enough about it. And again, I don't want to put it one person, but certainly one person was a massive, massive part of the impact. The power of a yachid, a powerful yachid, doing what's powerfully true, is unbelievably important part of Hanukkah, the Rabbin Bad Matam, the power of one. I say it often, but the Yom Rishon, that I said to the guys a couple of weeks ago, the Yom Rishon, where we speak about one person, Mi Yala Bahar Hashem, Umi Yakim we speak about one person, and then we say Zedar Darsha, we speak about a generation of seekers. Who's talking about a generation? We're talking about one guy. But when one guy climbs, a whole group comes with him. You see this in every yeshiva. You see this in every yeshiva. When an Ernst guy does the right thing, the power of sincerity, of realness, of an authentic person of R is such that it dispels It almost, we would laugh at the guy. There's a naiveness, it looks like, that a guy lights a nair. Picture the guy lighting a nair by his property. He said, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm lighting up the street. It's like preposterous. You're like strange. That's how you light up the street? Really now? The guy you have it right. That's how you light up the street. Really now? This is how you're lighting the street? Think about what somebody says to the end. What are you doing? I'm bringing light to the street. You know how powerful their lights are outside that light up the street? And the guy's lighting a candle, really? And the answer is yes. 
The answer is a big part of Hanukkah is that the power of Toiv is such that our few lights, Bidafkar, a little Menorah, a little Hanukkah that we light, has massive, massive power of art to dispel a lot of darkness. I think it's the story. It's the story that every year has to know. Specifically, Hanukkah is the send off into Gullus when there'll be powerful forces that can tend to overwhelm us and say, "Oh my goodness, look at all the ra and all the distortions." But R is very, very powerful. It makes truth makes a big impact. Rev Hirsch writes that a little drip dripped out of our cup. He calls Christianity like a drip that fell out of our cup. Christianity came from a wayward yid. He said like a little drip of like partial truth fell out of our cup. And it swept the world and impacted millions and millions and tens of millions of people. Such is the power of ur, of taiv, of good, of truth. That's an important part of Hanukkah. I think it needs equal reporting on. While certainly not diminishing the power of Ra and understanding that, and, and one would be foolish not to understand the power of distortions, but also, in fairness to equal time, understanding the power of Taif. In our own lives, believing in it. In our own life, understanding that when we do the right things, it has the power to impact. So that's the first thing I wanted to share with Dalim today, for, for just for the sake of equal reporting. We'll, we'll sing a Varma song, then I want to get back. I want to speak about a second topic. Let's start a Varma song. I do want to try David Rosenthal again to make sure that... Yeah. Oh, yeah? Right, Brownson, you got in touch with David Rosenthal? Yes, And he's picking up? Thanks a million. I am shocked. Hey, hey, Oh, he called back. Thank you. Thank you. He's taking it up.